Good evening, Patriots. And it's the end of Tuesday, March 21st in the year 2023, as the East Coast spirals into Wednesday. We're going to talk a little bit about a number of things, but one thing I want to hit on tonight is fasting, the importance of fasting, especially in this time when so much craziness is going on and how important that is for our alignment with the Holy Spirit. One thing I do want to highlight, very important, is the situation of this banking crisis. And these are just pressing issues because what we're looking at right now is a time when they're trying to intentionally collapse the banks, strip you of any means of commerce to make you bow to them and ultimately submit to their rules and regulations. And this thing is just getting worse. They're playing games with printing money, obviously. And the more they print, the harder it is to buy stuff, but they're just flooding the market with money and your money gets depleted more and more. So it has less value. It already has almost zero value. I swear if they can make it happen, have none, they'll do it. One of the things that's happening that happened today that was very significant is that Russia has now pivoted to pay all their debt in yuan. <clears throat> in yuan. And that's Chinese currency. So they've rejected the dollar altogether, which is going to have a significant impact on a global level as other countries are looking towards what currency to follow, trying to step away from the hegemony of the dollar and the threat that the deep state dollar puts upon their nations. So make sure you're doing all you can to protect your wealth. Patriots, you know the state of the world. So let's cut to the chase. Buy gold. And when you do, get a free safe to store it in. That's right, I'm not kidding. On qualifying purchases from Birch Gold Group, now through March 31st, they'll ship a free safe directly to your door. Just text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 to get your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free safe. Here's the deal. The Fed keeps raising rates because it's the only tool they have to keep inflation under control. And it's not working. You can't spend your way out of inflation. You've seen the impact on the stock market. You've seen the impact on your savings. Hedge inflation by owning gold. Whether physical gold or silver in your safe or through an IRA in precious metals, where you can hold real gold and silver in a tax-sheltered retirement account. Birch Gold has an A-plus rating with the Better Business Bureau and thousands of satisfied customers. Text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898 for your free info kit on gold and to claim eligibility for your free home safe by March 31st on qualifying purchases. Again, text BARDS, B-A-R-D-S, to 989898. This is one decision you will not regret. Do it today. No, you're not going to regret it at all. It's a good decision. And it does take some time. And I know someone posted that earlier today, which is worth mentioning. So just keep that in mind if you have an IRA or 401k. And I, and these things are important right now. These are our steps to preserve and steward what God gives us. So Ezra 8.23 so we fasted and implored our God for this, and he listened to our entreaty. Fasting is a really important process for us all to be able to open our hearts up more fully to the Spirit. And it has a lot of positives in the body. And unfortunately, there's so much negative mythology around fasting People really don't know where to begin many times. I'm not going to say I'm an expert, and I want to qualify everything I'm going to say tonight with this. I'm going to share with you my experience in fasting. I'm not a doctor. I don't wear a white coat. I don't play one on TV any more than I'm an investment advisor. But I do want to share with you my process of fasting. What I've found works well and kind of the sort of things of where we find our fulfillment in nurturing our body as we go through this. So I'm currently on a, I'm on day 30 of a 47 day fast. And 
where that started was just water with, and I prayed on this all before I started, so I'm clear about this. And this is a big part of, of fasting I want to be really clear on, is I have, I, I pray throughout this process. And it's not, um, fasting shouldn't be a torture. Let me put it like this. I think that it, it becomes that because we don't acclimate ourselves well to fasting, and we need to truly listen to how the Holy Spirit guides us. So what I've kind of discovered is God's led this fast. It started out when I woke up one morning in prayer and God said 28 days. And I understood that to be, it was pretty clear that that was a fast for 28 days. And so I kind of petitioned back and said, I like 29. And the reason, <laughs> so that you understand, I'm just, I like the number 11. I'm an 11 guy. I was born and on one eleven, the year was 65. So that's 11. I weighed 611 and I was born at 211. So 11's kind of been in my life. And there was, I mean, there's no pushback in prayer. You know, so, okay, 29 days. And two and nine is 11. Well, but here, here's where this goes. And so it started out just principally water and a little bit of coffee. As I've gone along, I was nudged to look at some other things. And, and I'm just kind of following what was I'm understanding to be God's direction on this. One of the things I caution you, if you're going to do a pure water fast for an extended period of time, there's no problem with a water fast for seven days. It's easy. And we'll get into all that in a second. But a pure water fast for an extended period of time, remember that when Christ did his 40-day fast on water alone, there's two parts of this that we have to be clear on. One, he's taking fulfillment and nurturing through the Father, through the Holy Spirit, which we can all do. That's not out of our reach. But the other part to remember is that water was physically different than it is today. And I'm not telling you not to do a water fast. I'm just being, I, I'm not doing that because that's something that I will happily approach at some point if I'm led. I just talked to some people down in Yuba City that have just, Cheryl, who's Dave's, Pastor Dave's wife, has done 40-day fasts on water without any problem. That's as she was led. I was led to start a fast with water and coffee was allowed. And then as I moved forward on this, I was nudged to do a couple other things. So I'll get into that. And so my fast now is still principally water with a little bit of coffee and a couple other additions, which I've talked about here a couple times, but I want to get into some details tonight and kind of the bits of it. Because what became clear is this fast for me was not just a spiritual, it was a spiritual fast, but God was leading me to something bigger for me, and that was a physical reset of my body. And that has been unbelievably amazing to witness, and I mean this truly. I'm going to be clear about something else. I do not believe in fasting to lose weight if that's your motive and objective. I think that's not a proper approach. You will lose weight in fasting, potentially, usually. And that's fine, but if that's your motive, you're missing the point of fast, in my opinion. That's just a physical, want to change my looks, whatever. That's a fad diet. But when you're focused in on the Holy Spirit, then things are going to move forward. So let's start with just like conditioning for fasting. Um, one is you have to have a, you have to get clear within your prayer, and you have to get clear within your clear within your relationship with God of when that fast is going to be in the duration. If you have not fasted before, don't do something like a 40-day fast. That's ridiculous. Your body's not ready for it. And I will always qualify this. Everything I'm going to say, I'm not going to say it again tonight. I mean, I'm not going to have to keep repeating it. I don't mean it that way negatively, but I don't want to have to keep repeating it. But I will always add the caveat, unless you are led. Okay? If you're led and you've never fasted and God says, you need to do 40-day fast, well, guess what? you're going to do a 40-day fast. But what I'm going to recommend just from general practices is not to start with big things. Intermittent fasting is a great way to get your body accustomed to fasting, especially if you haven't fasted before. Now, just take a step back. Understand, and this comes a lot from some great research that Dr. Lee Merritt's been doing, we are pretty much parasitic burdened bodies right now. Everything about our health has been driven downwards 
because of an over-infestation of parasites in our body. Some of them are man-made, some of them are natural. We don't treat for parasites like many cultures. So what that does, and one of the most common ones, is what they call candida. And candida is a is an overgrowth of yeast parasites essentially in your gut. And they get into your brain and they cause an overstimulation of desire for sugars. So when you starve them out and you cut off food, let me tell you, it can be really ugly. I mean, painful wise, because you you have physical withdrawals. So the, you need to go through, a, in my opinion, as the way I have done in my life, I go through a conditioning process. I intermittent fast regularly, meaning like I will have, say, lunch and dinner, and then I will not eat again until lunch the next day. Or sometimes I'll have dinner and then I won't eat again until the next dinner the next day. Those two incremental steps, some people like to start with breakfast, that's cool. And then I'll say, I'll skip lunch and then I'll have a dinner. That's the first baby step towards fasting. And then you might do that for a week. And then you can start, then you can go to say, okay, I'll have breakfast but or lunch, whatever you choose. I'm just gonna use one as an example. Remember, these are not rigid. These are just kind of my my stories of what works for me. So I would have breakfast, and then I would miss dinner and or lunch and dinner, and then I would pick up breakfast the next day. And then you can expand that a little bit further because you can go like breakfast, then you miss lunch, dinner, and breakfast, and then you eat lunch. So you've gone through a full cycle of missing all meals. You can build into this so you can do single day fast and it can become very regular. Don't just do it one off. Just try staying with one of those for a week and then go back to how you were and then try it again for a week. And you can get to where intermittent fasting, which is extremely good for the body. I mean, it's super good for the health. Everyone's more and more people are talking about it and how good it is to let your body rest and then you you're, when you're feeding it. And make sure you're eating well, eating clean. Cut down on your sugars. Uh, I do cut down on my caffeine, but I'm never going to be one that's going to go caffeine-free, just so we're clear, because I'm like coffee guy. I like it. It's good for me. I get used to it, whatever. But eat clean for what's good for you. That's my point, right? Eating processed foods with all these additives in them, that's just horrible for you. And it's part of what's weighing us down spiritually as well as physically. There's a great testimony that we're going to play on Friday night show of a guy where we're going to be having a Bards Fest at his property, by the way. And oh yeah, you're going to get a couple dates this Friday, so don't worry, it's coming. But the thing that's really neat is he talks about as a teacher about what he was witnessing with his students after they ate lunch and all the the chemicals and additives to the food and how it totally wasted his students in the afternoon. It's amazing. It's a great story, great testimony, among other things he talks about. So the principle of fasting is spiritual. It's to relinquish our dependency on the physical of the world and return our dependency on the faith in Father God and the Holy Spirit to lead us. So the idea in a fast, the longer we go, is to spiritually reconnect and to connect with all that we need through Father. That's principally the idea. It is a stepping that takes a little bit of discipline, like everything else. Like if we're going to listen to, get to listen to the voice of Father God, we have to begin with baby steps. And part of it is to respond to nudges. And the more we do that and respond to what he's guiding us, the more we hear him. Fasting is very similar. So we get ourselves ready. One of the, if you want to make a like a good leap into fasting, try a three day fast. That's a good start. But I caution you on three days and seven day fast. I just I'm telling you, because those windows, though they're good ways to start and get used to doing an enduring a, a longer term fast, you're going to feel the peak of your cravings around day seven. It's just a normal process as your body pulls back from the dependency on food. It's just normal. It's a body process. I mean, if and if you're very disciplined and deep in prayer the whole time, you may not feel those things. I'm not going to say this is generic, but I, again, for me, I find that day three is usually, day one is pretty easy. Day two is pretty easy. Day three, it's not too bad. Day four, five, six, and into seven, 
you kind of have those hunger pangs, and then suddenly there's a breakthrough. And this is where you turn into the longer fast. This is why two-week fasts or two- or three-week fasts are pretty cool because you're going to get a surge in energy that's going to come in around day 8 to 10. And it, the clarity, the longer you go on these, the clarity is phenomenal. I mean, I'm, just, I'm going to tell you, I feel better than I have felt in two years right now in this fast. And I usually do pretty good length fasts every year, but I haven't done one for almost two years. So this has been a great experience. Okay, so the water fast versus kind of a health fast. Water fast is pretty simple. All you're going to do is eat water or eat, drink water, excuse me, drink water. And to drink water regularly, but not oversaturating your body, okay? Again, what we're supposed to be doing is putting all of our faith, trust, and dependency on Father God. This is where I was led on this fast. That's how I began. And turning into week two, God started nudging me to, all right, start doing a couple other things in this fast. So I did, and I and this is what I've done. Entering into week two, I would drink about eight ounces of coconut water per day. Coconut water does a lot for boosting electrolytes. I did a 60-day fast a couple, about five years ago, six years ago, and I had a tremendous blood sugar crash one morning. That's when the fast ended. It was right around 60 days because I wasn't doing enough to pay attention to my electrolytes and my sugar levels in my, in my blood, my blood sugar levels. And that one I crashed pretty hard on when, and I say crashed, I knew the symptoms just from other stuff I've done. I woke up, I wasn't, I was super groggy, tired, very foggy in the head, um, sweating, shaking, I, I, and I knew immediately what it was. So again, if you're going to do a really long fast, like you know, 40, 50, 60 days, and you're not accustomed to it, do some reading and you might want to do some, you're going to need to find somebody who knows what they're doing. Most doctors hate fasts. They're going to tell you you're crazy. So with that, I, what I, way I ended that fast, I literally just went into the kitchen. I just made a massive protein drink with all sorts of fruits and everything I could put in it. And I just, I slammed it and it was a like a power shake and it was amazing because like my body reset almost instantly so I, that's I learned a lot in that but just kind of giving you that there are some you know if you don't handle it right and I and to be honest I wasn't in the spiritual relationship with father at that time so I was this was a fast just to fast like I was gonna I was fasting to make myself healthier but I wasn't spiritually anchored. And this is where this fast has been fantastic because I've kept myself completely centered. This whole fast is completely centered with Father God the whole way through. And it's been very easy. It's been a tremendous, I mean, I can't believe how easy it is, quite frankly, especially at day 30, which is today. So what I've done is starting in the second week, I started to drink eight ounces of coconut water per day. And then I added a drink, which again, just prayed. And this is kind of, this is what I was led to do. And it comes from a basis of knowledge that I have. Okay. So, and I'm, I'm clarifying this because sometimes people are like, well, did God come to you and speak to you about this recipe? No, <laughs> but I was nudged to do something more. And I definitely have the knowledge to know how to assemble what I, as I prayed into it, these things became very clear that this was the mix that was going to work. And it's been tremendous, okay? So there has been a drink, which I've, I've posted. It's in somewhere in the pins in the, in the family room in the Bard's Telegram. But essentially what it is is I use raw turmeric, and I wash it, and I leave most of the skin on it, and I use raw ginger, and all this is organic whenever I can get it, which is most of the time here at this one market I go to. And I wash it and leave most of the skin on it, taking off any of the little points that are, you know, there's always on these there's blemishes or sometimes there's a little bit of mold that grows on the edge. That's just normal. I put in lemons, lemon juice, the juice of three or four lemons. I put in uh, chaga mushroom powder. And I put in cayenne, and I usually put in about three to four cloves of garlic. I put in a couple of 
healthy tablespoons of honey, and I add um, apple cider vinegar. And I blend that up. And then as this started, I would mix that like four to one. So four parts water, one part of that. And I would mix that into a bottles that I have. And I would keep that and I would drink, sip that throughout the day, usually about one of those bottles, which is about 24 ounces per day. And that's what I did for the first 21 days or so, 21, 24 days. So I'd have that water and coconut water. And that was tremendous. It's been tremendous for the body in terms of healing, in terms of um, just overall cleansing and health. And, I, and I'm going to tell you, as I have gone through this, my mental clarity, the, the, the focus, the energy levels are absolutely contrary to everything you'll ever hear about fasting. Because they're going to be like, oh, fasting, it makes you tired and you shouldn't do exercise. No, I am doing all that. I'm stretching every day hard. I'm, I'm, I'm really kicking up my exercise program this week again. I'm strong. I have. I feel great, and I'm, I'm driving forward. It's super healthy. The body, my this physical temple of mine hasn't felt this good in years. About last week, or maybe ten days ago, roughly, as I was praying into this. Lord kind of nudged me to start getting on bone broth. So what I did is I replaced the water in this turmeric ginger garlic drink with bone broth. So I've been drinking and sipping on bone broth. And I, oh, I forgot to add, I always add a little bit of salt, like a little pinch of salt, and that's just electrolyte stuff. But I took away, for the most part, the uh, once I started on the bone broth, I took away the coconut water. This is really a, a body health fast along with the spiritual fast, like I said. And all of this is just the the connection that you get in this place with the Holy Spirit is, to me, quite amazing. The clarity, the focus, the, um, the like I said, all these positives that come out of this. There's, after today, 17 more days to go. And one of the effects of this has also been just a physical improvement of the overall body. Obviously, there's going to be, you're always going to go through some weight loss. What I've been amazed at is how that's been happening. Because it's it's just been like going through a fitness program at high speed. Tremendous in how much the body's been toning. And again, I, I credit so much of that as being in alignment with the Holy Spirit. Our bodies are intended to be strong, fit, perfect in, in, in the sense of how they were created, not overweighted, overburdened. So much of that is the chemicals and the things that we're struggling with in our environment. And you're going to find phases as you go through this of how your body is, is cleansing itself. I have a residual, which I it's... Not nearly what it used to be. I but there was a part of what I, the gift of Afghanistan, of the um, sand pit of hell over there, was a real bad. It was just pollutants in my chest. In the winter time in Afghanistan, if you were in Kabul, for example, which I was there for one winter, it was horrible. They burn tires for heat. So you can imagine, like, you come out at night, it'll look like a fog, and it's all this byproduct of burning tires. Horrible. When you breathe that stuff in, it just gets into your lungs. And then on top of it, they tell you, which is always so positive, that if you've been in Afghanistan for a year or more, you will breathe in an average of a physical brick. If you can imagine the size of a brick, a brick of powdered human feces will go into your lungs. That's all really good for your health, you can imagine. I've, that was part of my motivation when I did my original 60-day um, cleanse. And so, and that was more of a cleanse, fasting for health. What I find now is there's, the body is just overall, it will try, it will not try. It will clean itself out. But part of the fasting as we, especially in the spiritual sense, as we're sitting there in that spiritual space, our body's healing, and it's it's getting rid of the excess to, and all of this starts to realign us 
with kingdom. It's, it's biblically important for us to do it. So I, I'm, what I'm kind of sharing with you tonight is this journey of not just a water spiritual fast, which has its, I, I have no, nothing but positive to say about that, but as this was led, which was a combination of both. If you calculated, if you wanted to, like someone says, okay, well, the water fast is effectively zero calories. How much calories do you have a day? I did a brief calculation the other day, and it's like 50 or 100 calories a day or something right, like that. And, and maybe, maybe 150, okay? Which if every health person in the world will tell you, that's horrible. You can't do that. It's like, yeah, I can. And I, my body's responded brilliantly to it. It has enjoyed this rest period to heal. And, I, and this is the other thing is we've had so much trauma in our culture that we have tangentially been associated with that this is also a retraction from that. And you do find that there is a, as you center in this period like this, there's a centering that brings us into alignment with, with the Holy Spirit that makes a clarity of what's going on. And I, and I will just share this with you. have probably been getting that expression from me in the last three weeks. I mean, there's, you start to look at the world and it just becomes a comedy show. And you just start to look at it with a different lens and you're like, oh, this is nonsense. I mean, even when I got back yesterday and I was sitting down to do a show last night, I was looking at the headlines and I'm like, it was just like, does anybody even believe this nonsense? I, I really think that if like the entire country went on a two-week fast, there'd be such an amazing awakening that the entire system would collapse because they all be like, I was believing in that, that sort of thing. There's a real clarity that comes in there. So I really do encourage fasting. I mean, obviously, to your medical situation, your health of your body, take it carefully. But I, fasting is a critical aspect to getting health back in your body. Now, you've heard me talk a lot. Well, I've, not a lot, but I've mentioned this injury that I had in, my, in the back of my hamstring, which was a torn muscle. And combined with fasting and then going into someone who is just gifted as a Christian, as a massage therapist and a healer, what's so incredible to me, there's still some pain in the back of my leg, but it's not in the same muscle set. I pulled, I did two things. I tore a muscle in my hamstring and I pulled a muscle in my glute. So the glute muscle is taking some time to totally relax out. It, it, it just needs stretching each day and that sort of thing. But that tear, once she got into that and did that, and I, I truly believe the fasting was an accelerant to this, that tear healed in two days when I could hardly walk before it. That's, to me, that's just like Holy Spirit working through the whole thing. And your body in this place where it can receive it in a beautiful way. So there's a lot of stories you'll hear about people that fast that the longer they go, you're going to see things like people have tumors that disappear off their body. These are not crazy uh, stories. They're normal. You're, the skin gets better. My skin is healthier all over the body because there's so much in our food and in our environment that the body's fighting, and this gives it a rest. And then as it gives it a rest, and we're opening ourselves up to the Holy Spirit to let that flow in and to truly cleanse us at a deep level to heal us in a deep level. And that is part of the daily prayer session. So again, kind of going back to recap just a little bit here, fasting, in my opinion, should begin with baby steps, unless you're called, right? But begin with baby steps. Get your body accustomed to, to going without a meal or two. That's an intermittent fast, extremely healthy for your body. If you decide to take a leap into fasting, which I would encourage you to do, start with about three days. It's very manageable. And then as you've done that a few times, extend that to try a seven-day fast. You can, you can literally do a three-day fast every month, and it'll never hurt you. It'll only make you better. And then try a seven-day fast. And then once you get through a couple of those, try a two-week fast or 10-day fast, 10-day, two-week fast. And... As you do a few of those, it can take a, a year or two to get through all of that. And then if you're ready to make the leap, unless you're called, try something like three weeks. 
It's 21 days. Or try something and then do that a couple times and then try a 40-day fast. It's all doable. It's all doable. I think that, you know, what we learn as we do this, especially with the Holy Spirit, is we we learn how powerful the Holy Spirit is with us as we pray into this. We ask for guidance. We're relating our fast into that sense of prayer. It's not just something we're doing randomly. And in doing so, especially as we tune in, we're going to find that the more that we do this, the more we're called to fast. The nation should be fasting right now. And we should be taking blocks of fasting. What we should be doing, and I'm, I'm going to do this with Bard's Nation, just so you know, coming up, not yet. But we'll be doing where we're going to do a, a call for prayer, but we're going to ask people to fast for you know three days, right? Um, Daniel 10.3, I ate no delicacies, no meat or wine entered my mouth, nor did I anoint myself at all for a full three weeks. Um, Isaiah 58.6, is not this the fast that I choose to lose the bonds of wickedness, to undo the straps of the yoke, to let the oppressed go free and to break every yoke? So important. That part there is really huge because especially as we fast and we're in prayer, we're, we're literally in a beautiful space to repent and to break every bond, every every unintentional contract with the principalities and realms of demonic and just to free ourselves from so much of that, which is unburdening our life and tying us more deeply to Father God. The part that I, I will tell you that's probably when you get into like where I'm sitting right now in this fast, I, I, I literally could tell you I could live this at this place in the existence as I feel always. Meaning if if God was to say like, you're going to be fine and, and you're not going to eat anymore, I'd be like, okay. I mean, I'm serious what I just said. And it's not a, it's not a joke. It, it, the, the clarity, the focus, the energy level, the, the fantastic feeling in all the body is so good that there's almost a hesitation to like, oh, do I even want to go back to eating food? Naturally, I'm going to, not to say I won't, but the intention, the focus on fasting, what I've really rekindled with this longer fast is to do it more frequently. So this will be a 47-day fast. Somewhere mid-summer or so, I'll probably do a two- or three-week fast. I'm committing at this point going forward, and I'm just telling you this openly, I'm committing to doing a 40- to 40-plus-day fast every year. I think that is extremely good for the body, extremely good to the relationship of our of the Holy Spirit in our lives, and it's such an amazing place to be as we pray into it and we gain so much insight, we gain so much wisdom from Father. It's truly worth every bit of it. And again, I'm not dealing, I want to emphasize this, I'm not dealing with hunger pangs, I'm not dealing with lack of energy, I'm not dealing with overburden and some sleep. Most of that happens within the first 10 days. And it's as your body is unhooking itself from the dependency of the dirt world, and we're in prayer aligning ourselves with the power of the Holy Spirit. And all these these other things, like I said, that's why I brought up the calorie point. It's not like I'm packing myself in calories back door by saying I'm doing a health drink. There's not there's hardly any calories in it. The point of it is the pure the purification and healing of the body system. And that's as God led on this fast. This wasn't purely just a drink water. If he had said that's what I was going to do, I'd do it. But it wasn't just a purely drink water. This was a reset of the physical body and a deep spiritual fast as I've been led in prayer. So I, I part of any fast of starting, I would highly recommend spending time in prayer before you jump, even if it's a 24-hour fast. Those are easy, but get accustomed to taking that to Father God. Get accustomed to praying into that and asking, you know, what do you want me to do? I had no expectations of doing this fast. I'm just going to be clear. And like I said, I was just in prayer, and I, I was leading into this week. I I'd kind of I had thought about it, and I'd thrown the question up to God because I was at this prophetic conference as a guest, and I was like, okay, is this something you want me to do? And then Monday morning, as they were going down to breakfast, God's like, 28 days. I'm like, okay. 
Sounds good. And that's another part about this too is, is in hearing him and being responding and responding to him immediately. I think that that guides us in so many ways, in so many places. And it returns us ultimately, I think, to a place that Jesus has reminded us of. And I just want to read this passage. This is Matthew 18, 1 to 6. And there's a lot in this, but I want you to focus in on the reference to the children. At that time, the disciples came to Jesus and said, Who then is greatest in the kingdom of heaven? And he called a child to himself and set him before them and said, Truly I say to you, unless you are converted and become like children, you will not enter the kingdom of heaven. Whoever then humbles himself as this child, he is the greatest in the kingdom of heaven. And whoever receives one such child in my name receives me. But whoever causes one of these little ones who believe in me to stumble, it would be better for him to have a heavy millstone hung around his neck and to be drowned in the depth of the sea. When we take away our reliance on food and we turn our weight into the reliance and dependency on Father God, what's amazing about that transition is we're forced back to a childlike state because the dependency to succeed is going to be with him. It's not just sheer will. Well, it can be. I shouldn't say it like that. You can sheer will powerhouse this whole thing as a fast and just like, I'm going to do it. That's fine. Grit your teeth and bear. But when we're sitting in a place where we're leaning into him and we're sharing that experience and he's connecting with us and communicating with us, it's a beautiful experience, a beautiful walk of where we learn the dependency on him for all things. And he guides us through these moments, and you find such a refreshing and wholesome fulfillment in a process that many people will talk about how painful it is. I hear many testimonies about people saying, I can't do more than one day. I've, I've never been able to do more than three. I've tried to do a 10-day fast, and I just my, I've, it's hurt all the way through. It, that's not the way fasting should be when we're in that spiritual place. I'm just going to say that. It's when we start with prayer first and we place it before Father God and we're saying, this is where we are going, this is where I would like to go and ask for his blessing to carry it, it changes everything in this relationship and in your fast experience. And as we lean into him and relinquish that control with him, relinquish our control of this world into him, that's what I meant to say, then we're in this place where the dependency and the nurturing come from him. As you go further into fasting, if you do this or don't do this, but as fasting becomes a thing that you want to continue with, the gloriful place of that is the water fast, pure water fast, becomes just a powerful connection with him that nurtures him, nurtures you through him. The one thing that was given to me in prayer along this this way regarding the water fast, and I, I've had people push back on this, and I'm not making any, I'm going to just be clear because I've had enough of people pushing back on little things I say. Again, I need to qualify. These are my experiences I'm sharing with you. And keep in mind that someone who is, say, 160 pounds versus someone I'm about 225, 230 in that range, there's differences in the body type and what our bodies need. We're different. Each of us are unique. So as I have gone through this fast, the what has been placed on my heart from God is that what you need are these things, which I've shared with you tonight. This is how I want you to do this fast. And it was interesting because um, one of the prophetics I listened to up in Portland which is his comment was that he fasts a lot and he he definitely he's a big big prayer warrior. Angle, I'm just drawing a blank on his first name for whatever reason. Man, I'm just like tonight that one went out of my head. Um, 
the the reason that I'm bringing this up is he said something very similar. He's like, I've prayed into this and I'm doing water, but God allows me to do coffee because he knows how much energy I need. I was the same way. Lou Engel, that's what I'm trying to think. Lou Engel, you can look him up. He's a really great guy, super nice guy, hardcore prayer warrior. I mean, like, he'd be like pro level if we were to rank in teams of, of prayer warriors. And that was the same response that I had had. So it, the thing about fast is if you construct the rules, you're probably going to get snagged. If you allow God to guide you in this fast, there's no better way to do it than to trust in him to lead you. And that means we have to listen to him. And the deeper we, and that's again, a good reason to start small and to move into these. But fasts are super good for you. And regardless of what medical science will try to tell you, which usually doesn't have a whole lot of value for me these days, I'll leave that to you. You, As we say, you can do your research. You can figure it out. If I'm going to trust somebody on my health, it's not going to be a doctor. It's going to be father. Pretty simple. So as we, we move through this, the the strength and, and clarity that we gain again is just profound. So I would encourage it. I would tell you always to gauge what you where you are. If you have nervousness or concerns about it, which is normal because there's so much mythology around it that's wrong, talk to some other people that have fasted. Start small. Don't jump into the big leagues right away. When I say that, I don't mean that in a bragging way. I mean, don't jump into the 40-day fast or three-week fast or two-week fast right away. Walk yourself into it. Intermittent fasting is no different than being on the run and missing a lunch. I mean, that's it's that simple to begin with. But build up on intermittent fasting so that your body can be accustomed to the experience of not being dependent on food. Most of the foods that are processed have some sort of addictive aspect to them, and the number one addictive drug they put in every bit of food is sugar. When you go back and look at the history of refined sugar, it's actually more addictive than most drugs, including heroin. But it's, it's not as mentally delusional. It's just consuming. There's another consideration I will throw out to you if you have not done fasting, and it's worth considering, okay? And I, I'm, because I'm in actually discussions with Dr. Merritt right now. She has an amazing protocol on ridding yourself of parasites. And it's a, it basically goes through an every two-week cycle for some period of time to kill off parasites using medication. I would tell you that if you are concerned about fasting, or if you are have had bad experience in fasting, starting with something like that protocol would not be a bad step. It would allow your body to, re, to get rid of some of the parasitic activity to make it more able to endure some of the reaction that will happen in the early phases of a fast when you take away the food that's been feeding these little monster, monsters inside of us and whatever else has been going on. The other thing is leading up to a fast, it, depending on how you eat, and most everybody I interact with in Bars Nation is eating very clean, but I just highlight this. Make sure you're eating clean. Step down your portions a bit so you're accustomed with a little bit less. Get rid of the things that are like alcohol out of your diet for a bit. Get yourself conditioned like any athlete, you will anything you do, exercise, whatever. Get yourself conditioned. And as you prep for this, then it's not going to be such a shock to your system. The biggest failure I see of people that have done fast that I've talked to over time is they've jumped from zero up to like 60 miles an hour, metaphorically speaking. So they're going to go from like, okay, I've never done a fast. I'm going to do a seven-day fast. And nothing else in their body has changed. They haven't, they haven't improved their diet. They haven't done anything to tailor down their portions. They haven't eaten clean some or all of those things as in a list of stuff. And the shock ends up being more than they can endure at the time and they give up and then they never do it again. Or they'll make it through and go, I'm never doing that again. It was horrible. That's unfortunate. So again, just some basic guidance here that I'm sharing with you. Decide if it's helpful. I hope it is. Pray into your fast. 
no matter how short or long it is. Adjust yourself pre-fast to eating clean, getting rid of some of the unnecessary things in your diet, processed foods, wine, beer, hard liquor, whatever you're doing. If you're a smoker, you're going to have to deal with that. So um, get yourself conditioned. And then, again, prayer is so important in this and praying into Father God. Then begin in small steps, not big steps. It can be one meal, then two meals, then three meals, and do that regularly as part of an intermittent process. Then step into a shorter fast, like three days, do that a few times, then seven, do that a few times, and then gauge where you want to go from there. So just some thoughts tonight I wanted to share. It's a little different for fishers, but I think it's relative in where we are because as a nation, we would gain much by fasting and praying a lot more. And in all of us, I think we gain a great deal of humility and return ourselves more to the childlike position that Father seeks in us to humble ourselves before him. In It is truly an amazing process as we go through and lean on him that provides so much enrichment, so many breakthroughs in our relationships, so much tremendous insight into the world and how the Holy Spirit works as we move through these fasts. It's just fantastic. That's about it. So, Patriots, let's pray. Father, we just want to thank you tonight for just a really wonderful reflection that you put on my heart to share, and I, I hope that it this tonight has helped many, or at least been useful, maybe not helped, but useful to many. And I say that very humbly. It's, I, Father, the fasting part of this is something that's not a lot part of our culture, and yet we would gain so much. So my prayers for those who will accept, is that we'll be inspired to fast and fast more, and with those fasts, be inspired to bring it to you before we begin to listen to you as you guide us, and then to fast with the commitment to you in listening and having you guide us through the steps of the fast. As we reposition ourselves to reconnect in fundamental ways, ways that we're common in days of scriptural stories. Today, we've become so disconnected on a large scale to what that means and how fasting that was once normal now is an anomaly or it's an exceptional moment. Let us not have it be exceptional. So Father, our prayers are just to inspire people tonight to seek fasting, to seek fasting and prayer as a combination and to be courageous, to begin with baby steps, and to understand that those processes are normal. There's no competition here. There's no obligation to do one length of fast or another, only to take a commitment to fast and pray in an amazing way to find ourselves in a place more closely knitted with you and to be blessed with hearing your voice more clearly into walking more closely with you in a loving and intimate relationship that we seek. Guide us, Father, and we say these things in Christ Jesus' name. Amen. So fasting is obviously biblical, and um, it's definitely, I mean, supported by Scripture. I, so I read a number of passages from it. So it's not out of context of anything. Again, length of time duration, how, what you drink, don't drink. Uh, it's up, that's between you and Father God. I, I'm, I'm not making any judgment. I've heard people say, well, I can't fast. And so they'll be like, well, I'm, I'm going to fast by stopping social media. I'm not talking about that type of fast tonight. I'm talking about a physical fast away from food. So that's what I'm encouraging people to seek and understand because our, our bodies, I mean, we give our bodies a chance to heal and to rejuvenate. And we're not just by the lack of food, but by the purity in our relationship with Father God and the Holy Spirit that comes through us. I'm telling you, it is amazing. It is amazing. Yeah, I've seen a transformation in my body that's reset me back to a, 
something that had I gone to a trainer, they would have said, okay, this is going to take you eight months. I, and I'm not kidding to where I wanted to be because this is where I was be, when I first came back to Roseburg about 2019. And the podcast has taken a physical toll just by the nature of the the uh, shows that I've done and the hours I've spent developing these. But what I have seen as I've leaned into this and trusted in the Holy Spirit as I've seen my body reset to a place that is literally any trainer would have told me probably six months. I'm there now. And that to me is spectacular. That's not because of no food. That's because the Holy Spirit is doing exactly what God asked me to follow and he's doing through me to help regenerate and rejuvenate this body. That's on through him, not through some magic of lack of food. But the process of no food was the, and just relying on simple water and his supplemental drinks was as Father has led. So that's just what I want to clarify there. Encourage you to try it. It's a wonderful, beautiful experience to be closer to the living God. And I'm telling you, I, like I said, the hardest part I'm going to have is like come 17 days from now, I'm going to be like, oh, I got to start eating again. And I will a bit, and I'll probably go right back to a fast shortly thereafter. Who knows? We'll see what happens. We'll see how his father leads. That's all that matters. Patriots, thank you. Hope you have a very blessed evening. Keep your head up and your eyes forward. Never bow to evil. Never relent. Always press into the, into the fight. God is with us. He'll never forsake us. And in the end, God always wins. But we are here in this time, in this place, for just such a time as this. We are at war. So walk boldly and fearlessly with Christ. Occupy the land, expand the kingdom, subdue the enemy. Mission forward. Patriots, I will see you tomorrow for bended knee. Until then or until the next time, God bless. Good night. Thank you. And out for now. Oh, I want to feel something. I just want to breathe.